0: DJ Tony on the mic.
1: (laughs) What did you do before insurance? Nothing. Nothing? went to school. You came right out and went to insurance?
0: Well, so I went to high school, of course, but then I went to college at Troy University, and I got my BS in communications, and right before I was going to graduate, there was uh, an advertisement that came out, sent out, blasted out to all the the students at Troy for a marketing position at a local insurance agency, and I was getting my degree in communications, so in my mind, that sounded like a great idea. Of course, yeah. marketing and insurance can mean in a number of different things, and it had nothing to do with what I yeah. thought marketing was. was going to be, but I accepted the position, and uh, it was an assistant position, and I just kind of grew from there. Same and agency that you're in now? No, actually, oh, different. I, it's different. I stayed there for probably eight or nine years oh. um, doing transportation, um, eventually, um, becoming head of their commercial marketing team and working with the transportation team. And then I moved to Palomar in 2013 and became their VP of transportation marketing.
1: So you were there It's your first place for eight or nine years. Yeah. How long have you been at the place you're at currently?
0: Five, September 1st.
1: Okay, so math really quickly. So that's uh, what, 13, 13 years? 13 years, Okay, yeah. make me do math real quick. Yeah. I don't, don't yeah. like that. I'd
0: say 13 years. So
1: 13 years in the industry and mostly spent on the marketing side.
0: Entirely spent. Are you licensed? Of course. Okay. Well, well, okay. well uh, let me explain my marketing. All right. So I'm not a marketing rep where I go out and visit Right. agencies. I um, get information from producers and compile it, make it really pretty, send it out to... We
1: struggle com- with pretty.
0: Yeah. Got to make it look good. We struggle with pretty. And detailed and yeah. full of information, all the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Send it out to carriers um, and wholesalers and GAs, get back quotes, negotiate rates present it, make it nice and pretty for the for the insureds. And then uh, the producers will go back out, present that to the insureds, and hopefully, well, to the prospects, hopefully they will become insureds. Yeah. And uh, we get that business.
1: Yeah That's not, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're actively involved, like you're always around insurance agencies. You're, yes. um, you're currently the uh,
0: VP of Transportation. Right, marketing? no,
1: but in the association world. You oh, I'm uh, chair. Chair of the Alabama, Alabama Association. So, I mean, you, yes. you, you spent your fair share of time around insurance agents. So I guess Absolutely. the question I was going to ask is you're probably aware that your position is not very common throughout the industry.
0: No, yeah, yeah, every agency does it a little bit differently. And I have found that a lot of uh, agencies, the producers do all of that, or they give it to the customer service reps who although they handle it after um, coverage is placed, they kind of do the apps and send to market. They do a lot, it's very different.
1: So I mean, what is the one thing that you've noticed that kind of gives you guys an advantage the way you have it broken out? versus somebody that is doing more of the heavy lifting?
0: Um, Producers can focus on getting business, on actually prospecting, getting new clients, building relationships, and um, retaining the business that we have. Uh, Marketers can focus on learning what companies offer, making sure that we know coverage forms, mm-hmm. and know what is needed, what's happening in the industry, and making sure that we place the coverage where it needs to be. Uh, customer service reps, they handle the day-to-day after coverage is placed, and they get a really good relationship with our insureds, and they help them with all the, the little things that are necessary, and, and usually they are the ones that talk to the, the insureds on a regular basis, and make sure that they are happy and satisfied. So everybody has their position. Everybody does what they do and they do it well. Uh, it kind of just helps to keep things a little bit segmented.
1: So it's a three kind of person tag team situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, have you had the conversation with agents that are not in a position to where they can offload you know, a decent amount of that, those tasks to somebody else? What are the excuse Like, what do you hear from people that like think, "Oh, Tony, this is crazy. Like, we can't do this. Like, we don't. Like, we can't have three people." Like, um,
0: well, they say that is uh, not affordable for them. Is yeah. the, the costs are a little too high with all those yeah. salary, the payroll. Um, they also say that they want to be really in yeah. the account and they want to know every little thing that's happening. Do you think they don't that's want true? Do-
1: like, have you noticed that to be true? Like, is there any better retention?
0: Or uh no, no i don't think
1: so
0: yeah and I, I don't think so
1: i think it's one of those urban legends like myth sort of things too that we kind of lean on um all right so that's not it so okay so it can't afford it they want to be in it yeah is there anything
0: else mm. that's, that's, that's off the top of
1: my head Those are the two yeah,
0: main two big hurdles yeah. the yeah
1: so now from your first place to this place have they both been bigger I mean cuz you said like the place you work for now has like 100 people
0: Yeah between 90 and 100 employees So mm-hmm. what
1: about the place before was it a, re- a bigger shop
0: Um about 20 employees oh, so that's I not mean big it was yeah. yeah I mean, I mean not, it like, was big, a big big right. like a it's not It wasn't people. a one to three it wasn't a mom and pop but Yeah those those 20 employees though I would say the the revenue generated was well I would say premium dollars was probably 35 million oh, I mean it wow. was Substantial. There was there were a lot of people pulling a lot of weight. Okay. But it was also set up in the exact same way as my current agency.
1: Twenty people in a thirty-four million Mm dollar agency.
0: yeah. Okay. I
1: know. I know. (laughs) I know agencies that have like twenty-five people that are two million.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So they got some work to do then. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But those premium dollars, not revenue dollars. Oh, sorry. Premium dollars.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Long day. All right. Yeah,
0: premium dollars. Okay. But I mean, it was, yeah. But we have the same structure. Yeah. And of course, I didn't even mention claims. Claims, that's a whole different department too. Separate people handle claims.
1: Oh, so what is CSR? So CSRs aren't handling Mm -mm. claims? Wow. Mm -mm. Okay. They're
0: just servicing. Okay. Now, with with trucking. uh, So four
1: people then, technically? Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay different you,
1: but now all right so this is kind of where I want to get to so trucking yes. you guys at your current place you only do trucking no no well yes. I mean what you do is well only I trucking. only do right. trucking
0: yes no we Palomar as a whole does everything right. I mean everything right, right but um yes I just do trucking so I am the VP and in, in marketing but then I have an assistant and then we just recently um, brought in another marketer. So she's an assistant now, but she's growing to become a full-fledged marketer where she can handle things from beginning to end.
1: So are you VP of marketing over the uh, the whole hundred? Well, we have s- we division? have several
0: VPs of marketing. Okay. There's probably four of us in gotcha. each.
1: And that's set out over the over right. the course of the whole agency. Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay.
0: So I do transportation, and then we Got have it. some that do. You know, they just kind of, we all do something different. Yep. Yeah. And then we have, as far as CSRs, there are three um, that do transportation solely. And uh, we have assistant ASR, customer service assistants. So we have, they kind of go between transportation and commercial. We don't have one that's designated for that, but they handle the the certificates and the driver ad change requests. There are a lot of things with trucking that are constant. is uh, pretty demanding as far as just the service clerical side of it because there yeah. are so many changes regularly. Right. Regularly.
1: <laughs> Is that one? Of, that's, I'm assuming probably one of the biggest challenges outside of the specialization, just knowing that line of business.
0: Yes. Yeah. And making sure you're properly covering them and asking the right questions so know, that you know what they need. Because yeah. they don't. Some of them, especially newer ventures or smaller. Operations, they don't know what they need. So yeah. you just kind of have to keep that dialogue open and constantly question and ask them what they're doing so that you can tell them what they need.
1: Yeah. Um. And you're kind of specializing in, how long have you just done the, tr- the transportation since coming over to this new place? Like four um, five years
0: Since ago? I started in 2013.
1: And have you noticed No, in 20,
0: 2005. When I first started, I, the agency I initially worked at- Was all, trucking? Yeah. Oh, they so it's been like, trucking the whole time mm-hmm. then. Okay. They were 95% trucking.
1: So trucking the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is the other thing. Like, people are looking for niches and like yeah. this, they sometimes toss around trucking. They do. And that feels irresponsible from what I know about mm-hmm. trucking? Yes. Is there, if, if somebody is like maybe more than a little serious about it, like what's one like piece of advice that you would give somebody getting into
0: trucking? I would tell them to befriend someone who actually knows trucking. So <laughs> so Cindy I and advise. I, I have one of my
1: you know, uh, agent friends in, in outside of Cleveland. He just, mm-hmm. he's getting into trucking and he brought in a producer that has like 15 years experience. Great. Dealing with trucking. Yes. So. That's um, how you do it. And so it's like, yeah, it's like it's one of those things that you don't want to just kind of willy-nilly get into because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know, like if you screw it up, like it's you like it's screwed really up pretty bad. You screw much. it up, yeah. yes. And that's all what I keep hearing. I've never sold a truck policy in my entire life, so you can do it. Well, just, I don't, not you know. from what? No, I'm I'm all right. I'm a health, <laughs> I'm a health insurance guy, so I like to, I'll stay over there. Um, I don't I'll want, leave you to health insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm I keep ready. hearing. So we're, yeah. yeah, we're good. So. Yeah. Um, all right. What I'm fascinated though is just like this dedication to one the line of business, yeah, and two, you know, being very specific in what you're targeting, and but also being very specific in the people who handle what part of it.
0: hmm
1: I mean, have you have you? I mean, like, it's just such a hard message to get across. Is there something like that you've kind of picked up over the years of kind of working in that environment that you like think this is so important, this is why it works, or what like you've seen to. To, to where things really start to take off when you when you get that specialized, when you break things down so specifically.
0: Absolutely, um, I think when you do something day in and day out, yeah. people might think it's um, boring or it, gets, it becomes mundane. Yeah. Not I, so much, but not, not with my industry. I mean, maybe some things, maybe, yeah. maybe personal loans. I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know, maybe. But with trucking, I mean, it is, there's a completely different like yeah. a big difference between a logger, a wrist, a flatbed hauler, a local hauler, a long haul. They're all very different and you can come across some very interesting, very interesting uh, <laughs> risks from day to day. They're all different. But I just think when you specialize and you really you learn what you do best, I mean, of course, it's good to be kind of well-rounded and to know a little bit about everything. Like, I kind of know what my customer service reps are doing. I yeah. know what they should be doing. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to go in there and I don't know how to do a certificate, or print an ID card, sure. or invoice. But oh, yeah, we have a separate we have a separate everything. But um, I know what should be done, and I can kind of help when we have new hires. Well, you should do this. I don't know how to do it, but this is kind of the what needs to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I always, guess I've never
0: done it any way, other way well, either. That's,
1: well, see, and then you know, people are like Tony, why? How did you get into yeah, this? Like, I'm, it's crazy because that's like very abnormal.
0: Yeah, and I'm never I mean, had it any know, other way. I mean,
1: from like, anybody, like, all the people we talk to, it's just like you know, it, that's not. So, I mean, the thing that I always hear that drives me nuts, and this is the biggest kind of kind of objection I get when I'm, I, I kind of talk to agents about this, like, yeah. oh, I just I love just talking to different businesses, and everything every day is different. I don't want it to be boring. I'm Like, dude, like, like one you're not being efficient like you're not going to be efficient in how you're going to sell that business and, and you're just not becoming a good enough expert really in anything like right. what you said like you guys if if somebody if that generalist comes up against you in trucking like you it's not even right a question of who's going to end up getting the business right. i'm just i'm sorry i'm frustrated I'm well sweating. no
0: my producers i mean they know trucks right like i i know truck markets they know trucks they yeah. know what these when they talk to a trucking account they talk to um, individual risks. They know backwards and forwards yeah. what is happening within their particular industry. They know like the difference between a Peterbilt and a Freightliner, and this. They know all those things that is going to make an insurer feel more comfortable, and it's going to make them realize, oh, this yeah. this guy knows what he's talking about. He gets my. He gets yep. me. He gets yep. what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Um, of moving around like the association side of things yeah. like what's that process been like kind of being exposed to like you said a wide range of agents you know working your way up um you know, through the ranks in alabama mm-hmm. and uh just what does that like how has that helped you kind of get perception in the world of, like the world of insurance and, and kind of help you understand where you like all that how that works together
0: you know i think just meeting your peers is yeah. so important everybody kind of isolates themselves sometimes you're on an island you feel and you just, you do your own thing, you're at your own agency, and you don't know what else is out there, I think it's important to get in front of people that are doing something different from you and get in, and learn. I mean, I, I keep saying it's about collaboration, not competition. When you're at these big eye events and part of Young Agents, we learn from each other. I'll have agents that'll call me and ask about trucking risks. I, I'll call them and ask about something random that might come across my desk that I'm not familiar with. I mean, it just opens up. Those, those pathways
1: to... And you know, how much have those relationships kind of contributed to like your, we'll say longevity and probably continued interest in the industry? Like, hey, I've got people that I know that I've, I'm not in it by myself, like there's... Is that kind of like, you know, we always talk about recruiting, how do we get the next generation in? Yeah. But I think that's a key part to keeping people in. Cause like, we might get people in for two, three years, right. but it's like, eh, this kind of sucks. I don't know anybody. I'm going to go do something else.
0: Right, I, I think it's, it's critical because yeah. um, I don't know, some of these smaller agencies, they might not have any type of mentor process or great on-the-job training. I mean, you're just kind of, here you are, you know. And I feel with young agents, it's just, in Big Eye in general, it's really so valuable. They have so many resources available, and it helps you to feel that you can make it. I mean, especially for producers, when you're going in, you don't have a book of business, you just have maybe a list of contacts, you don't really know what to do. it just kind of it helps you get past that initial phase where you're feeling, you know, just like you just a, a lost lost puppy. <laughs> it just yeah. it, they it helps you.
1: Um, so you just became yes, chair just, in Alabama, right? Just yeah, uh, the
0: torch was passed to me. The end of July. Yeah. Just
1: and so being fresh what is one thing at the moment that you're really excited about this is like this is my moment i've been waiting to do this what is that thing
0: i just want to get more young agents involved it is so i just want people to get excited about insurance which you know is insurance but (laughs) i want to get people excited about it i want people to come to our conferences and to our events i want to really work on this give movement um that I've heard so much about while at this conference. I think that is great to really publicize all the community service work and things that we do within our respective states. I think that is so important. People don't realize that we're not just about making money, although we are a business and we do seek to pay our bills. I mean, we are out to help the community and to do things for other people. What's, in your opinion, what's,
1: what's one thing that we're missing as far as getting those young agents involved? Like, are we not, like, the right message? Or are we just not, are we not communicating with them enough? Or are we just not just dragging them enough? Like, say, listen, you get over here now, or yeah. I mean, what's it, what is it?
0: I think we need to probably work harder to involve principals and okay. make them understand how important it is for their agents to attend.
1: Maybe make it like almost man—not mandatory, but just like strongly encouraged. Yeah,
0: strongly encouraged, and make the, well. I think there's the desire from some young agents to be to participate. Yeah. Um, but maybe their principals are just not as willing to allow them to leave during work hours um, because. There's things that they feel, if they're not producing, then what's the value in it? Yeah. So they don't necessarily see what young agents can provide to their agents.
1: Last question. So removing the association and kind of, Mm -hmm. but what is your view? Like, what are you excited about and or like, where do you see the future of insurance going? I mean, because you you guys, it seems like you're already kind of specializing. You're you're really delegating. You're really kind of getting really super specific on what you do. Um, what do you, what do you kind of see as the next step for your, you know, particular insurance career? What are you excited about?
0: Gosh, that's a question. Sorry. Hmm. Gosh, you're like Brent Kelly, you're like making me, well, like, you know, think these just, things I mean, through. we,
1: I mean, we've got some time to kill, we're just missing the happy hour right now, so. I, like,
0: gosh, I mean, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, like, just thinking along the lines of, you know. What do you think it would look like, just from a you know, like that marketing perspective of how how can uh, you know how can that position be transformed? Does it need to involve different tasks or like working with CSRs and and just making those workflows better? Is there anything that you've seen like, like I think we could do this better, or I'm really excited to to kind of improve on that area? Like, what is is there anything like that?
0: Yeah, probably. I, I would think there there is some disconnect when you are a marketing account Yeah. Um, and when you service it throughout the year, you might not necessarily know what's changed so much. So when you get ready for renewal and it comes back to you, if CSRs aren't being as, um, I mean, they're doing their job, <laughs> so right. don't get me wrong, it's just not maybe relayed to you all the things that may have happened. Of course, you know, driver changes, equipment changes, that sort of thing, but maybe now they're hauling a different commodity uh, I mean, than they were before, or they're going to different so places, yeah. th- those types of changes. I don't know if there's some way we could integrate some form of technology to, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to really- include the data. Yeah.
1: More data on the, yeah. on the risk that- Yeah. On, on the client. On, on yeah.
0: The, also something else, claim wise, So, you know, we have our separate claim department, and that information isn't necessarily given to marketing or to customer service, Like we don't know when these claims are happening. So because the department, and this happens in insurance carriers as well, so the truck is totaled, but it's not told to a carrier, it's not told to the underwriter, so the unit's never removed, and then the insured sees it at renewal, and everybody is... Freaking out.
1: Yeah,
0: and upset. They've been paying premium for this. So yeah. So the same thing, maybe within our internal system, if, if something's happened like that, sure. is there some way we can know so we can get it off the policy? Yeah. That's not a, That's not always an easy conversation to have when they've been paying premium on a uh, a truck for, you know, months. That's not always fun.
1: And um, I said that was gonna be the last question. I lied. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you another one. Um, so. Just from looking at you know everything from, from where you've started to you know where you're not quite sure where everything's going to end up, um, as far as just like if, if, if I mean, let me say this, if you could give one piece of advice to an agent or somebody that maybe is in it a little bit too much, how could they start to remove themselves from certain processes and maybe what would you see as? Um, like the most important like, the, like if you're, if you're going to get out of something do this one first and then maybe that next like from your experience
0: I would say the best way to get out of it is to make sure that there is highly trained staff in place and that you are training and constantly training and teaching and constantly teaching and making sure that they know what they're doing if you feel comp- like you have competent personnel then you'll feel more comfortable releasing information and releasing the tasks to them to do. So I think that's step one, make sure they're trained properly. And I'd say, I, I have some, I, well I've worked in, in my previous agency, I had a, a producer who wanted to know every certificate that was sent, every, he wanted to see every ID card that went out. I mean, he wanted every, the clerical stuff you've just got to pass off. Look, you can't be in that. You just gotta trust that somebody's gonna handle it. So. That is step numero uno, let, let, let that little stuff go. Let it go. And as far as if you have a segmented operation the way Palomar does, um, once you provide the information to your marketer, trust that they are going to run with it and get you what you need and handle it.